Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Welcome, good people. By the way, I don't want to discriminate bad people. Bad people, welcome as well. You know, everyone who want to learn, who want to get valuable stuff, just watch until the end. And I'm excited to discuss today about user experience with Georgi Nemtsov and Leslie Karatars. How are you? Doing well. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And totally, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, for me, it's a big pleasure. I, I love learning from experts. I check out your experience. You have a uh, huge background. Before we start, just tell more about your uh, history, background experience, and why you decided to pay a lot of attention with user experience. Uh, go ahead, Georgie. Oh, uh, I thought you started already. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, okay. Well, probably the, mo the most uh, defining thing about me um, is I got my first computer when I was 10. And, um, uh, you know, I, I immediately started designing and, and coding uh, like utility apps and games because this is what I, I knew at that time. So um, naturally in, in high school, then I studied um, uh, mathematics and physics. Uh, but then because of my family background, I was interested in art. So um, university level, I studied um, as a film director. Uh, and then, because I was very interested, I studied um, cognitive psychology. So, uh, basically, I, I started designing digital products from you know very early age, and uh, that's where I worked, you know, all my life. Uh, I came to Vienna, um, uh, you know, uh, to work for a company. Um, and the the my goal basically. No, through through everything that I did was to create successful products. You know, mm -hmm. that, that was the yeah. uh, you know, um, and yeah, user experience is definitely a part of that. You know, it's a very it's a very key uh, key part of it. Yeah. So yeah, oh. that's kind of about the uh, user experience uh, angle. <laughs> okay, Leslie. What yeah. about you? Well, for myself, I started the agency, the Search Guru, back in 2004. So there was really UX existed and SEO. And as, as we've evolved, it's really been, I'm interested in whatever's going to drive lead generation and sales. And the mm -hmm. beautiful thing about UX, when layered with conversion rate optimization, CRO, and search engine optimization, SEO, and uh, design and development is it is rocket fuel for lead generation and sales. So, yeah. And I love mm -hmm. um, getting to work with folks like Georgie who have such interesting backgrounds and bring so much to the table. And we're able to, you know, what's more fun than taking a bounce rate on a page from 99% to 10%? you know, mm -hmm. and bumping revenue up by 128%. <clears throat> I mean, these are things we've accomplished in the last quarter with this particular uh, talent set, which is mm -hmm. not common and incredibly powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love it, love it. Um, you know, guys, I think that today you can't develop any products if you uh, 
don't pay a lot of attention with UX, you know, because I think it's foundation of everything, SEO, paid marketing, uh, any channels, because without UX, it's hard to manipulate search systems. For example, I remember 10 years ago when I started in SEO, uh, we did it, you know, we didn't care a lot about uh, user's intent, about creating high quality content. We just used a mechanism to uh, outrank our competitors. Literally, I bought more backlinks than my competitors. That's it. You know, I didn't do any special stuff, but today it's impossible. You know, it's hard. I don't know. Uh, probably in some niches we can do it, but uh, I'm not sure it's a good idea. It's better to pay attention to users first and after that jump uh, on your uh, direct niche. Okay, um, before we start, just um, uh, tell more about, uh, for example, if some companies want to check out their user experience on their website. Where to start? What to do first? Uh, which tools to use and how to handle the process? Okay, well, first, thank you for stealing my main, main point, you know, uh, <laughs> which um, which can. was, <laughs> sorry, yeah, which was, uh, you know, I, 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 was, I was really prepared to, uh, uh, to, to, to make this case, like uh, how, how important, how, how increasingly important user experience is for SEO, you know, because that's, that's kind of how, how we sell this service uh, in, in, the, in the context of SEO. Um, and, and you're like uh, uh, pushing me way, way back, you know, into something which is like <laughs> out of my mind at the moment. But, um, well, you know, there are, there, there are many tools, but I would say if you're really starting um, like just like hot jar just com com comes into my mind, but um, uh if you're really starting to pay attention to us to to, uh, to user experience, check how your site is performing. Check um, uh, check time on page, for example, which is like a huge intersection between user experience and SEO. Mm -hmm. um, for example, uh, yeah, check your bounce rates, but that's that's kind of tricky. So you know, scratch that. Um, yeah, time on page, time on, on, on the whole site, you know, your conversion rate, you know, is, is very indicative to, uh, to the quality of the experience. If, um, you know, uh, yeah, uh, if people don't convert very well, user experience is one of the things that, um, you know, uh, so th this is, this is like to, um, to, to somehow find out if you have a problem with the user experience. Of course, user feedback is, 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 is you know, is another thing. Um, it's always good to have some kind of system for, for uh, user feedback in place, um, like Intercom, for example, you know, or there are really many, many others. Um, and another, another very good, um, practice is to ask your friends you know people who don't work for the company um, like anyone that you can get your hands on which has external perspective extremely important um, who is not biased who is not you know like for example by the knowledge that you have about the website because we are very often we are just used to the, the shortcomings of, of our websites we, we get around them because you know um, it's our website uh, but the other curse, people, the curse of knowledge, right, the Jordan? curse of knowledge, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But but other people see them very clearly. So, 
Um, and and yeah, this is going to even give you some uh, some points. Uh, if you want, I can tell you what in my experience are the most common problems. If that's mm-hmm. interesting for the mm-hmm. audience, yeah, yeah, of course it's interesting. And you know, uh, uh, for example, you mentioned about asking your friends. I usually ask my 11 years old son about uh, how you, he understands you, your content. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's. Un- He's uh, unbiased, you know, a hundred percent, and he's mm-hmm. not interested with that. I usually bribe him. Uh, it's like <laughs> corruption, you know, with ice cream, and tell him, please read this text. What do you think about that? If yes, he he's unbiased. Okay. Back, but it yeah. says perfect. <laughs> and before you go into some examples, that's great. That's brilliant, Anatoly. Before you go into the examples of things that um, you find that are are often wrong, could I just add two things to what Georgie said? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm, yeah. definitely that external point of view is you can't get anywhere without it. So you have to figure out how to either bring some fresh eyes into your face or get some other bodies around the table. And then mm-hmm. looking at uh, what do you have? What's the inventory, if you will, of existing assets you have? Because I think I think that we, uh, Georgie would agree, we typically find that the client has just about everything they need, just not all together or in the right places. Oh, oh they're, yeah, the right place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not using it, let's say, properly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so there's this hidden content, a, right? Also, we... another, another, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Another intersection between UX and, and, and the uh, and SEO, by the way. Mm-hmm. And, yes. uh, underutilized content, yeah. yeah. Or there's content that can be presented in another way at another stage in, in that, the journey or the funnel. Uh, or with some enhancement could be really killer. Yeah. yeah. Mm, thank you for the, the tunnel word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, sorry. And then um, the last yeah. thing really is just that, um, you know, when we are able to, to use all those tools that Georgie mentioned, and then to take that external point of view and to leverage the existing assets through that external point of view, along with customer facing interviews, uh, We'll talk to anybody in an organization, our clients, to make sure we understand what it is that matters most to the target audience and what all these client, the customer-facing folks, they know. They know so much and they make such a contribution to the process and to us being able to then give back to the client in the right context, in the right flow, in the right um, fashion, uh, in the right mm, you know, whether it's a video or content or images or icons or whatever, right? That mm-hmm. all of that stuff together then means that you're now able to really connect and engage and convert. Um, you, all SEO ranking factors, to George's point, are a wildly affected. Bounce rate goes down, time spent on site goes up, <clears throat> your rankings then go up, your visibility is improved. Um, and as Georgie often brings up on client calls, your clients now have an increased perception of the actual value of what you offer because of mm-hmm. the way it's now presented and your conversion rate goes through the roof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Okay, guys, um, I want to ask you about uh, Chikal. Oh, but Georgie uh, was going to share a couple of the common mistakes that we see, if that makes sense, Anatoly. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. I'm sure. just, just finish your thought. I mean, I yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm interested, you know, uh, from my personal uh, issues that I have with my clients. For example, uh, many of my clients have uh, big websites with uh, a thousand pages, and you know, it's hard to check out all these pages with UX. For example, uh, I usually do it manually or uh, open Google Analytics and uh, analyze pages that rank well, that uh, bring traffic. How to analyze? big websites that have many pages that everything is fine because uh, of uh, 
poor UX, we can lose some traffic, we can lose ranking positions, sales, and we don't know about that, uh, especially if we have limited team, uh, not a lot of people who can pay attention with that. How to do it for big website? Okay, well, they might have 1,000 pages, but they might have five, six page templates, mm-hmm. let's say. Unless unless they're using um, some system that allows them to combine components in, in very different layouts and and they can just like increase the, the, the number of, of page layouts, let's say, templates exponentially because of that, the, the, then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I wouldn't recommend it like by if, if that's what they're doing, for example, like they should probably stop. It's 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 much easier if you uh, if you are uh, if you have like very clear templates for for the pages, because at the end of the day, the, the pages, they have certain um, certain purpose, you know, like you want mm-hmm. the page to perform uh, uh, something very well, you know, and um kind of uh, make the layout and define this as a template and then just serialize it let's say and and then optimize the template instead of optimizing thousand pages because like i'm not aware of a of a way to do this you know kind of automatically there's just yeah um so the everything starts with the design you know like the same the same way, like uh, uh, say, uh, uh, automotive uh, manufacturers, you know, of, of cars, mm-hmm. um, they say, uh, you know, really everything is starts on the design on the design uh, stage. Mm-hmm. You do something wrong, then uh, it's it's very it's very difficult to fix it. So mm-hmm. yeah, so think about UX when you're when you're designing your design system, you know, like first and if again if you do have like thousands of different templates yeah um mm-hmm. okay probably not, okay. probably not a good not a good practice <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah a good point uh let's talk about templates about design uh for example even a website that has i don't know like a thousand pages but most of them like home page category products uh Blog yeah, detail yeah, yeah. pages blog yeah, exactly yeah article yeah like yeah. five mm-hmm. ten pages okay uh uh let's talk about uh simplifying content uh for example uh, I often see when the masters just uh you know they are trying to copy Amazon or uh, other big websites even Facebook you know but these websites have a billion customers billion products uh, a lot and uh, uh how to simplify content today uh for example um. Uh, even more, uh, I can see websites that uh, created websites many years ago. Uh, that was hard to consume, but they uh, taught their audience, you know, to consume this content, to understand the structure. But when new players are coming uh, to the field online, they usually copy old uh, fashion websites. I don't, I don't know because. Uh, audience of these websites can understand it's hard for them you, to, you, to redesign are, I, I are often... you are you are you referring to facebook or to amazon with these yeah websites? yeah <laughs> but it's hard uh, okay. i remember that was uh, okay. example with myspace myspace uh made redesign 
and lost audience because it's hard to uh i don't know like to teach about new design structure and yeah. uh, we have many other examples uh, because these websites need to live with their structure and to simplify a little bit you know just go step by step to change some uh, structure what do you think for new players how to learn uh modern design if they want to jump on this field and create a website today okay oh jesus i that, so, that's a question let's, yeah. let's say that question again georgie just to yeah, yeah, yeah. get the world um, of it Okay, so yeah, it did many layers here. Um, yeah, I mean, I heard, I heard that uh, one one approach that, that that designers are taking when when they're designing their new websites uh, is to copy something that they know it works, like like Amazon or uh, um, or uh, yeah or, or or Facebook, let's say, mm-hmm. um, and. Yeah, that, that might not be a good idea because there's a history behind this website working. You know, they, they probably gradually taught, taught their customers, um, you know, to, to like learn the interface. And yes, absolutely, it, it's very difficult to learn something and to learn something new. Like even, even for me, I'm training my, my, my brain to learn new stuff every day. It's still very difficult. It takes a lot of... A lot of a lot of energy. It's probably the the, the most energy consuming brain activity, you know. So um, so how 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 would they approach it if they don't go and copy some some someone else, you know? So um, well, approach it. I would say um, <laughs> uh, from the first. I mean, like how how to create the task, you know, for designers. Uh, to, for example, uh, if uh, some websites want to jump on this field, they usually check out competitors. Yeah, they learn competitors, yeah. uh, check out them, but many of them uh, have uh, loyal audience, big audience. Uh, their audience knows how to use this website, how to create the task for a new website uh, if all your competitors are billion-dollar companies, for example. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to start defining your, your particular case let's say your your particular mm-hmm. structure uh there was a it's, it's uh, funny too georgie may i just because anatoly we typically come in because somebody's not meeting goals mm-hmm. lead gen revenue sales something's threatened it's not so much a redesign no no but i've i've done i've done plenty so mm-hmm. uh you know i just uh, thought that was interesting because i'm like okay yeah redesign it makes sense to do it then how come we don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're usually I mean, talking uh, to people who are underwater on goals yeah, 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 got it. Go. So, so I, uh, I I recently stumbled um, uh, uh, on um, I don't remember her name, but uh, she was a UX designer, and and she was making a very valid point, and and I think even uh, she had a course on object oriented UX, I think she called it, and. Um, for me, this is something very natural because I uh, worked as a developer uh, for for a very long time. So object, I know what object oriented means. Um, but the the point she made was that um, that's how you define a, a task for for a new website. Um, you you have to uh, categorize your content, uh, draw some relationships between different uh, content types. Let's say. Uh, attach some functionalities to um, to it, uh, then kind of come up with a structure, uh, you know, which is uh, like what type of objects, what what kind of what type of 
content you have there, what what uh, what's the the functions, what it can do. Um, and after you're ready with this with this structure, you you start with the design um, uh, of of the website. It's it's a very interesting course. Just just look it up, by the way. Uh, yeah, object oriented UX design or something like that. It was I think every designer should know uh, and and should have this approach. And apart from that. Um, there are some there are some design principles which I would call modern design pr principles, which um, uh, are I think being proliferated through through the modern designs because they work. Um, and and one of these uh, one of these principles is like try to present pages in a, in a linear uh, uh, fashion. Um, use let's say simple messages one one point per per section let's say um like almost you you think of it it doesn't matter if it's a if it's a desktop site but think of it as, as if it's a mobile site you know as, mm -hmm. as if it's a mobile view um and and then there are again some uh some principles which you can by the way borrow from uh from established companies for example amazon has really good examples uh, the way they handle um, checkouts and up to cart and, and, and things like that, like the way they structure the the product detail page, for example, like the uh, uh, the way uh, uh, how the up to cart button is like so high up and so accessible, for example. Uh, there are some things you can borrow from established sites. Just be very very mindful: is does that apply to to your case? So if you're building a, a an e-commerce site, it's not a bad idea to. Uh, uh, borrow some stuff from from Amazon, um, and by the way, also uh, from uh, maybe an underdog, but also very successful website, uh, Ali, uh, AliExpress, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, I I've seen for uh, for example how Amazon users, uh, how Amazon sorry Amazon designers borrowed uh, some um, uh, 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 cart functionality from um, AliExpress. Mm -hmm. uh, which, by the way, still can be an acquisition tactic. Like uh, you, I mean, <laughs> uh, when you're st when you're starting up, you have to kind of steal the customers from somewhere else. <laughs> let's say. Mm -hmm. So, um, in in this context, I mean, uh, 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 Amazon did it because they want to make uh, 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 like they want to. Uh, Make customers of uh, of AliExpress feel comfortable on their website. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, I mean, start start from your from your to to try to sum it up. Start from your uh, particular case. Mm -hmm. Use modern design principles, which are mostly oriented around simplicity, um, uh, and uh, and borrow. Uh, things from from established players if it makes sense in your particular case mm -hmm. yeah Go the other thing that i see the team do <laughs> a lot anatoly uh is to make sure they're interviewing all the customer facing folks to hear what makes a difference for them so that those talk can to go sales on that. yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. exactly and then i'm just looking at some notes we had from other projects and um basically stealing Georgie's words, Georgie and Kate are working on this together. So you mentioned the linear uh, piece, then also making sure that you're using all the different ways you can communicate your videos, your images, and your text to say the same message. And that message came from talking to sales. Is that right? Mm -hmm. 
Well, th this is um, it's kind of a conversion optimization. Uh, it's something that would come up in conversion optimization context. Um, yeah, kind of use multimodality. The, the different people um, uh, take information easily in different ways. You know, some like to 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 read, some some like to watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got distracted by <laughs> made in Chinese, good or bad. Uh, yeah, it's usually still common, <laughs> not related to our conversation, but <laughs> a little bit about it, AliExpress, you know. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> better it. made in Chinese, getting better, you know. Like, mm -hmm. I, uh, I, I have a excuse me, uh, I, have a, I have a Chinese product, you know, it's it's mm -hmm. a bit dusty, uh, you know, I can just give you an example. Um, uh, by the way, I have China products, Apple, you know, it's yeah. Yeah. Made yeah. In China. very good point, very good point. <laughs> but but yeah. I can give you, I can give you an example with this, with this particular one. Um, I really like their story, by the way, it's a Chinese company. This is a remote control for RC models. Uh, what was, what was the name of the company? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, anyway, Chinese company uh, competing with uh, with some really old players in the US, by the way, mm. um, and and they they're just beating them up on every parameter. Like this mm. thing is cheaper, like probably twice or three times cheaper uh, than the equivalent uh, uh, remotes from from the not named uh, uh, companies. Mm -hmm. um, it, it it has more functionality. Uh, it has a better user face, uh, user interface. It's it's altogether more modern uh, uh, than than what these companies are producing nowadays. They basically haven't changed their um, their product line. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, to, to whoever uh, also so so there's another there's another thing to add to to your uh, to your question by the way. To whoever starts you know a website new, uh, don't be afraid to uh, to innovate. You mm -hmm. know, yeah. Uh, totally. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> test. Yeah, test. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another thing that comes up often, Anatoly, that I would add to maybe not the task list for the developers, but the task list for the project, is to go solicit testimonials or make sure you have all of those together because that's the best marketing copy you could ever have. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. use those everywhere. Make oh. sure that that's mm -hmm. in your templates. Go ahead, George. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I have the question about um, the process. Okay. For example, um, I often see when the masters create the task uh, for designers, please create this page. But they don't share the text for this page. You know, just uh, use some blogs. We will submit text there. What do you think about uh, this idea? It's good or not? Uh, or uh, oh. can you share the right process? You know, of creating uh, the entire content on the website. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, very good question, by the way. Um, so, uh, and, and yeah, it's actually a big problem. I think mm -hmm. uh, it it kind of teaches designers not to care about the about the copy, not to care about the content. Um, That's a great point. Yeah, which which is really really bad. Let's say, <laughs> like mm -hmm. uh, uh, because uh, because I saw all the all the uh, uh, silos, negative... right? Silos. No, I mean yeah. I, I I noticed all the all the uh, negative consequences of this. Designers not not 
uh, caring about um, uh, about the copy, about what kind of text is there. Um, kind of, I started to be very interesting, very interested in copywriting, for example, in UX editing and, and, and things like that. I kind of forced myself, you know, to to be a good writer. Um, because, uh, like recently I saw a, a very good example of this, by the way, um, it was, um, uh, it, it was the, the, the website of Pixelmator Pro, which I, after visiting, I, uh, um, I, I bought it. It's a, it's a competitor to, um, to Photoshop, by the way, image editing program. Um, they had one section in which they were talking about their AI, um, uh, AI-powered functionality there, um, and because obviously uh, the designers were working with copywriters, so the copy was ready before the design. You know, um, they had they had the word AI in the title uh, colored in yellow, and then in the uh, in the content of the section, um, every icon which said AI, you know, was also colored in colored in yellow, you know. For mm -hmm. example, like a very, a very nice, um, like you can go to the, the to the website of the Pixelmator Pro, uh, and and see this the, the section I'm talking about. Um, like you can't do things like that, for example, uh, unless you either either designers are working together with copywriters or the designers are the copywriters, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, it, and it was it was very effective. It was a little little thing. Uh, the, the the things like this they work very well on minimalistic designs, you know. Uh, uh, let's say, and also, and and this is like one of the uh, one of the possible negative effects. I've seen many designs where the design is completely detached from the meaning of of the copy. And so instead of uh, uh, the design enhancing the meaning of the of the message, let's say, and like working together with it, they go in they go in different direction. Let's say there's there's someone introduced some design style, you know, um, just like that, not because it makes sense, you know, uh, together with the uh, with the copy uh, with the message, and. And then someone else misused it, and then it goes against the the, the copy, and then the whole thing really doesn't make sense. So, um, so yeah, either either work together, uh, copywriters and uh, and designers should work together, or teach your designers to to write copy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, guys, I, I have the question about. Uh... How to understand the metric from Google Analytics uh, bounce rate and time on site? Oh, Do we need to you. consider this metrics? Yeah, because yes. uh, no, we think... are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Share more yeah. about that. Thank you, thank you. That was um, uh, that. Th that's a question I'm like so prepared about because mm -hmm. um, it, it's 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 kind of a huge deal, you know, with us. Um. And and also it's a very controversial topic somehow. Like mm -hmm. um, we know from experience, just like just like by looking at um, at the page rankings, you know, like you can't help but notice that there is a, a correlation between bounce rate and between uh, uh, time on site and, and ranking. On the other hand, uh, clearly by by what Google is saying, they are not using bounce rate, and and I can definitely understand why because the way it's measured. It's not really reliable. You can't really say that someone uh, uh, 
uh, stayed on the website and, and read something unless they do something which is some kind of analytics event um so and and there's like a whole bunch of problems with with using uh um bounce rate uh, as as uh, as a ranking signal instead uh what google is is using is something which they actually care way more about they don't care so much about the the bounce rate of your of your of your website what they care about is how valuable and, and how accurate their service is uh, so, for example, if um, uh, if if you you know you presented the search result page, you you click on the result, you go to the web page, and and then you bounce back to the uh, uh, to the search results, and then you click another result, and then you bounce back, uh, and and then you click a third result, you know, and then you stay most uh, the the most time on on this third page. And then maybe you you might uh, bounce back. Uh, they're measuring they're measuring these times, and and if it's a short time, I think they they were calling it short click and long click. Uh, if uh, a short click is bad, so if if uh, if somebody goes to your website and and, and kind of goes back to the to the search results within ten seconds, uh, that is they according to Google is um, uh, is a signal that. Kind of something is wrong. It's it could be either that uh, this is the wrong audience for this page, or um, if they are certain that, that this is the uh, 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 the right audience for this page, then um, then the experience of the page is, is suboptimal. The content is not presented, uh, let's say, in a in a very understandable, consumable way, or, or the interaction is not easy. It's not clear, or something like that. You know, like the, the they don't keep their attention. You know. Uh, Drawing attention and keeping attention on, on a page is a huge thing of what we are trying to do. By the way, um, so uh, yeah, and on, on the other hand, if it's a long click, so if they stay longer before they, they they go back, then that's a good signal for them, and they would um, rank the page higher if users mm -hmm. stay longer on it before going back. Um, so. Uh, and and this is probably where also time on site kind of matters. Um, like what what we found in uh, in experience is uh, if we do everything possible to decrease the bounce rate, which means basically to 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 give the user something immediately uh, that is going to create some interest, some desire to explore the page, you know. Um, uh, uh, let's say, and then uh, and then make this exploration really engaging. You know, which increases the time on page. If we do these things, then this positively affects the ranking. Um, and 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 I think that's the mechanism. You know, mm -hmm. the, the 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 short clicks and the long clicks, um, which Google uses. They they have actually a a specific term for this um, um, for this bounce rate. Let me, uh, as I I can never remember it. Pogo mm sticking. -hmm. Uh, <laughs> Mm -hmm. they, yeah, they 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 call it pogo sticking. Um, so you know, we saw Anatoly Georgi, May I share about the the study that we did in Q4? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we yeah. had a, a a very large client. You know, almost three million pages on their website. Mm -hmm. 
and they were ranking on page two for a key term for which they should have been by all the standard SEO metrics on page one. And mm -hmm. when the team dug in, what they saw was the UX of the folks who had, you know, two thirds of the domain authority as mm -hmm. our, our brand new client had worked on their UX. It was a much cleaner UX mm -hmm. interface. They were outranking mm -hmm. by five slots when we yeah, first yeah. noticed. This, this is what kind of, you know, drew, drew our attention, uh, mm -hmm. you know, to, to, to these metrics, which, you know, they, uh, Google, mm -hmm. Google is like, no, no, we are not using this. I mean, uh, <laughs> in general, I, uh, my, my approach to, to UX for, for, for SEO is like, listen, uh, Google is not going, Google is not going to share their, uh, the, the, you know, to open source their algorithm, you know, even if Elon Musk buys them, he's still not going to, op mm -hmm. to, to open source Google's algorithm. Um, and there are like really thousands of reasons for that. So, uh, and, 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 and from what I know from such algorithms, you know, from my uh, limited experience with writing something similar is like, even if you change something really small in, in, in such a thing, you know, the effect can be huge. So uh, even if we know from, from what Google is revealing, if, even if we know 90% or ni even 99% of the algorithm, we still don't know everything. So I think it's a little bit, I mean, it's very difficult chasing after the algorithm, you know, um so much uh, better to chase the human beings so exactly yeah yeah that, that, that's that's a very good point because at the end of the day uh instead of trying to please the algorithm we have to realize that the algorithm is there and to the <laughs> point you made in the very beginning uh, the algorithm is there to predict or to analyze uh, at, uh what people actually like mm -hmm. so um and we uh, know we have three seconds when a human mm -hmm. being comes to the page to grab yeah. our attention, right, Georgie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, yeah, this is one of one of the examples, like what, like human centric, let's say, approach, and just like mm -hmm. think about think about how how humans function. What what do they like? Because mm -hmm. the algorithm is trying to like what they like at the end of the day. Yeah. So yeah, so you're way better off if if you uh, try to make a very usable, very valuable, um, uh, you know, interesting, engaging. Uh, yeah, like uh, make it website. really clear for the visitor to see is what i need here mm -hmm. one of yeah. one of one of the very important aspects yeah yeah, 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 yeah. and then they offer are... different entry points for them to solve their pain mm -hmm. whatever had them start their search and to georgie's earlier point then introduce the information in a linear fashion one piece at a time in the order that makes sense for someone who's trying to solve the problem that the page is designed to solve yeah, from the from the most intriguing and most promising at the top, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting about that uh, that foundation of human psychology. I remember from books like Josh Sugarman, mm -hmm. uh, Whiteman, and they wrote on their books. You need to catch attention in the start, in the beginning, you know, yes, of your absolutely. text. So if you can't, uh, we can see today eighty percent of users just leave website and never come back, exactly. never regret about your website because they have a lot of other options today, many other websites, like yeah. uh, 1.8 billion websites online, so they yeah. have choices. And once so you once you won yeah. that first battle, if you will, of the three seconds, you it never stops, mm -hmm. right? We yeah. have to keep them interested that keep there is more to read so that they stay yeah. longer and read more and discover the solution to their problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, uh, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
And, and Antonio, yeah, absolutely great, great point. Uh, don't forget that you're uh, putting your website out there on the net in a very, very competitive environment. Yeah. <laughs> and the main recommendation, simplify. Yeah. You know, if someone open website, uh, opens website and can see hard uh, written content, content or come to understand what the main point of your website why they need to figure out to waste their time, you know, it's, it's better to leave it and forget. So, uh, and uh, Joe Sugarman wrote, you need to start from simple, uh, not complete sentence. Just start from sentence, for example, I don't know, like, uh, uh, I'm Anatoly Litovsky, Kupimero. I am Georgi Nemtsov. Uh, the second, uh, welcome to my website. Uh, like, uh, to start from simple sentence and you can, yeah, uh, yeah grow with that just very, to increase. Very good point. Very good point. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we actually used exactly that in a... Because um, we also started writing uh, um, uh, scripts for, uh, for marketing videos. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I remember the very, very first, actually, we, uh, uh, we produced, we used exactly, uh, uh, exactly this technique. It was like very mm -hmm. simple, very simple sentence. Also, a sentence that 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 everybody could agree. They they couldn't uh, they couldn't say no to it. You know, I, I think it mm -hmm. was I think it was time is money. Even <laughs> you know, and then <laughs> and then we kept building uh, kept building from there. Uh, mm -hmm. So and and in this sentence, like if it's a marketing thing, um, use some keywords that 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 that. Uh, uh, um, uh, that say that communicate value like that for that's mm -hmm. why for example we chose this particular sentence although it's a cliche you know fine but there's money in it <laughs> you mm -hmm. know yeah you say money you know ah, okay <laughs> uh, yeah i'm still using uh keywords in the first sentences i know it's uh old technique but you know when users uh, open your website and they scan the page I mean, keywords for they... people more yeah like yeah they meant, if yeah. they see your keyword they understand oh yeah it's my content it's for me probably it's actually voice of more. customer right and it's only using keywords is using the voice of the customer yeah or like yeah. a voice that customer understands uh, <laughs> either way yeah giving um, their words back to them mm -hmm, yeah, yeah. Well, uh... okay guys uh thanks a lot for your time you know it's a big pleasure i know that we can talk about this the whole day <laughs> but yeah the time is limited a little bit thanks a lot for you uh, taking part on my show uh tell our audience how they can reach out to you learn more about you follow you sure we're at the searchguru.com and uh you can find georgie online also i would recommend checking out his linkedin posts mm -hmm. he's posted a few articles I think there are four that I can remember that are not not as many as I would like, by the way. I mean, after all, <laughs> we have to work, you know. So, but uh... they help you see how to think about this, and I and a lot of your questions, and I told you were about how to think about things. So I think they'd be really helpful. So mm -hmm. um, if we can send you the links, and you can put them in the show notes if you'd like. Yeah, sure, of course. Send me. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll uh, add to the description. Yeah, and us, hey, us I'll, I'll... yeah, us is a team, the searchguru.com, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, and I I'll give myself totally the same problems. People need, you know. need any help with anything, it's 440-463-3871. So happy to talk with anybody who needs help. We do free work sessions where mm -hmm. we dig in with B2B marketers who are solving a hairy problem. Uh, mm -hmm. We love long, complex sales cycles, and we see a lot of problems and solution sets that make a difference. So happy mm -hmm. to take a look at whatever any of your listeners are dealing with 
and share how other top marketers are solving for it and how we're helping our clients solve for those. You know what? This is the this is a time and place to mention what actually makes us different di- different than uh, than other agencies. Uh, and, and by the way, we heard that a lot from from our clients. Um, you know, we we not only diagnose what what the problem is, you know, like where the problem is. Uh, we don't only recommend what the solution might be. We mm-hmm. can also design the solution, and on top, we can implement it. We can develop it. Mm-hmm. So, um, where yeah, they 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 told us clients told us that that many agencies stop at the diagnostic and the recommendation thing, mm-hmm. but we can design mm-hmm. it and and implement it, and that's what makes us different and and clients love it so far so yeah nice nice uh, yeah i love it as well by the way you know um i have uh, the same problem that you have uh, mm-hmm. a lack of time you know only to my hands it's hard to write a lot i i want <laughs> to do it i want to film a lot to write but uh yeah. yeah actually i need to work as well you know to help <laughs> clients and you know uh, my team is working right now uh with uh, our new tool to create content for existing pages. For example, uh, you, uh, you mentioned that you want to help the full process, you know, to help clients to create content, mm-hmm. uh, not only to find these errors. I think many tools can do it. But, you know, we decided to, uh, to move forward. We are going to create the tool uh, that will create content with artificial intelligence uh, for existing pages. I'm not sure it will be good from the first attempt. Of course, it takes time, you know, to adapt, but we are going to... Needs, teach, needs uh, time to learn, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but but it's our goal. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, it's a big pleasure. It's a big pleasure to get on my show. Likewise. Uh, yeah, too. listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. You can find all mentioned links in the description below and see you next time. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.